everyone. Welcome to issue number 182 of the Bad Coyote Funky podcast. Yeah. Tonight we're talking about what can be considered the largest video game convention on the East Coast. That's right, everyone. We're talking about PAX East 2019. We'll talk about the big reveal, the games, the concerts, the appearances. And of course, we'll talk about Dave the Bearded Menace. I can't cast that here. TV's Casey. Yo. The Bad Coyote Sergio. Welcome to one of the best damn podcasts in the world. Thank you to everyone who said what's up at PAX East. Everyone who is listening on iHeartRadio, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Play, everywhere you can listen to a podcast. Thanks for tuning in each and every week at twitch.tv slash badcodyfunky and checking out Booster Greg's stream at twitch.tv slash Booster Greg. Yeah. Make sure to hit us all up on our social medias, our Twitters, our Instagrams. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank everyone who's been listening and following. We do this for fun and we do this for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm your host for the evening, Booster Greg. Now that we've gotten all that business out of the way, let's just dive right in. Let's get to the sweet stuff. Let's get to the core of this episode. Yeah, guys. The, so the dripping red meaty center, if you will. The tr- <laughs> that meaty center. Mm, it's so juicy. Ooh. So, guys, Paxi started off with a bang. You had Randy Pitchford of Gearbox Studios come out and say, hey, guys, we know you've been fiending for this new game, uh, a part three of a very popular game called Borderlands. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Right- so Randy Pitchford, the sorcerer magician, came out to PAX East in Boston and was like, hey, guys, we got a brand new tabletop game for you guys. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the game, and that's our show. Make sure to pick it up on the floor. There you go. And the crowd go was like, it. it's Tiny Tina's something or other. It's Tiny Tina's thing. thing. You got claptraps and cards. And he's like, all right, guys, that was the game. Cool. And the crowd was like, ha ha. Thanks, Ray. Thanks, thanks, Randy. That was great. <laughs> thanks, Randy. Please don't, please don't show us your flash drives. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all we wanted. I don't want to like, see a magic trick. <laughs> Randy but wait, magic tricks, dude. There was There's a magic more. Trick. Randy came out with a trailer for Borderlands 3. Hey. Oh yeah. Woo! We got some brand new Vault Hunters yep. coming to Pandora and they said explore different worlds. Whatever that means, we saw some new landscapes. We saw this pretty cool cyberpunk techno-looking landscape, which is crazy for Borderlands. We usually end these desert places, these Mad Max-looking places, but this one was like totally polished and stylized. I was like, ooh, like something out of Battleborn. We've got we've gone like. from Space Mad Max to uh, Blade Runner. Yeah, dude, I can't mm-hmm. wait to explore that world. And Borderlands, as you know, is a very fun co-op game with buds. And it looked like uh, there was four Vault Hunters here, so it looks like we might uh, all party up and get together and attack the oh, Borderlands. Yeah, we got well, not the- well. That, see, here herein lies the controversy, my friend. Uh oh, because it's six month Epic Store exclusive. It's mm. true, except for console, yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. well, it's not on console. console. But yeah. being a member of the PC Master Race, I'm forced. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, dancing monkey and choose PC Master Race asterisk plays with a PlayStation controller. It's an Xbox controller. <laughs> and I'm still a part of the Master Race. I put enough money in the stupid machine. I'm part of the Master Race. <laughs> Nobody take that quote out of context. I'm no, sorry. No, no, they can't take that away from me. No, uh, no. But no, they, there's a whole controversy now that the Epic Game Store mm-hmm. is trying to run against Steam. They have exclusive yeah. distribution rights until 2020. Yeah. And, you know, the fanboys are, are going buck wild, man. 
It's actually funny because everyone's kind of tweeting at Randy Pitchford and he's just like, guys, I give zero control over this. This is distribution. This is not. <laughs> I'm what... just an embezzler, man. <laughs> I don't know Whoa. anything. He's not. Get out of here. Yikes. Oh, he's an... Sorry. His lawyer. Alleged him. Allegedly. Allegedly. I don't know anything about that. I don't believe it. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, a cool thing about Randy Pitchford was doing, he was actually listening to people on Twitter. Like, he, uh, you, you can see certain conversations where he was just like, why do you feel this way that it should be on Steam or it shouldn't be on Epic? And you can see whole threads where he's just like, oh, like, your opinion's interesting. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, he's legitimately asking people, like, like why they feel the way they do. Yeah. And it just looks like a bunch of angry babies. Is, is what That's it's really what, like. it, what it is. I mean, yeah, and, and I hate to use that that lingo with like our gamer people, but like it, sometimes it can get down to that. It's like, all right, guys, we're all mad for no reason. Yeah, all right, I know happens. it's annoying to open up one client over another, whoa, but you do it anyway. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you want to play a Blizzard game, guess what? You got to open up. If you want to play Apex, we should have to open up. Mm -hmm. If you want to play uh, a, a certain game like Counter Strike, I guess you have, you have to open up multiple. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It really, it really doesn't matter. It, it like, really, we're we're past matter. the point of one application on your computer to house all your games. Exactly. We were there for a little bit of time. It wasn't gaming. Didn't start out that way. We had a nice period. It's over. Epic actually does take less percentage too than Steam, which I think yeah. is really a lot of the appeal. So, mm -hmm. and that's yeah, that's a great thing for the devs and for, yeah. for the company if they could put that money back into the people that are working hard in this game. In which Randy Pitchford, the head of uh, a Gearbox, he's like, I'm really passionate about this project and everything like that because at PAX, uh, when they first played the trailer, the the PAX people, as he said, uh, it wasn't <laughs> it, it wasn't playing quite right because it was in 4K and whatever equipment they were using could not handle that video. So it was choppy at first. Tried it again, uh, still kind of choppy. And what I love about Randy Pitchford and and certain uh, and you you have like leadership at these companies that care. He was yeah. just like, all right, guys, uh, if you want, I, I need to play this again because there's way too many people who worked on this, way too many man hours, and 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 we care. So he's like, he's like, I love packs, but and this is what he said. He said, I love packs, but we should have brought our own equipment. And everyone was like, ooh, ooh. He's, a, he's a real down in the trenches kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he was just like, oh crap, like I'm I'm a, I'm a CEO that might have gotten somebody fired. Uh, he's like, no, no, no. He's like, the packs is great. He's like, packs guys are great. Like, please don't, please don't fire somebody off what I just said. He didn't say that part, but I'm pretty sure that's what he was thinking. And uh, yeah, eventually they, they got it playing correctly and everybody got to see the glory that is the Borderlands 3. And it yeah. looks it looks great. I mean, they have their, their timeless uh, uh, like cell shading that looks great. They have their funny characters. And I can't wait to, to get into the meat and potatoes that is Borderlands because the, the humor is there. The, the, the stories are there. You know, you go off into a certain part of Pandora, where, wherever you are, these worlds we're going to be going into, and mm -hmm. you get into like this random ass story with these random characters that you're like, wait a minute, what? And you one know? billion guns. One billion guns. Guns with legs. <laughs> guns with legs. The gun guns with, with legs. legs. I got. Yeah. I got to say, I'm. I'm actually a little disappointed with what they revealed, because. Yeah. It's just another Borderlands game. And I say that, like, I'm very excited for just another Borderlands game, but I think I had, and a lot of other people had a lot of other expectations. Kind of, mm. well, that's not the right word, but maybe hopes is the better word uh, going into it. So I was really, 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 really hoping they would go away from the pre made Vault Hunter looks or and go for the uh, uh, character like, create your own character. I was really also hoping for the, uh, instead of having a bajillion guns, just let you have a bajillion gun pieces and let you craft your own gun. That would have been really cool. Uh, but they're really kind of sticking to the formula, which I guess is 
kind of what do we the, know if that's ruled out yet per se they haven't really said one way or the other and this is just the preliminary um announcement he did say that there will be more news coming over the the next couple months and as yeah. we move closer to e3 i'm sure there'll be a lot of information going there because this game is coming out in september so uh, I'm sure they're just kind of like they gave us a little appetizer, they gave us a little treat, and we were really just waiting for the main course. But I think it's mm-hmm. very safe to say that there are no character customizations. It's, it's most likely just going to be you're playing as these vault hunters. You get the wacky skins, maybe wacky headpiece, and that's it. So that's kind of what wacky. I was more hoping for. So, wa- so it's the same wacky Zane. stuff you've been playing for like ten years. But like, it's also the <laughs> smart move to make for them too, right? Because we've been waiting so long for Borderlands Three. That if they were to take any sort of risk and if it didn't pan out, well, that's it. You know, Gearbox, love them. They're, they're a great studio, but they're only really good at making Borderlands games. Yeah, I mean, because, like, like, Battleborn was cool. I liked it, but it, they just didn't. I mean, they released it, like, against Overwatch, which was a huge yeah. mistake. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed that game for, for what it was. But, yeah, that's some of the criticisms, Greg, of of, uh, of Borderlands 3 that I've been seeing online. People are saying it kind of looks the same. It, it'll be, it'll be quote-unquote, pretty much the same game. What is there new that's offered? Like, what we saw from the trailer doesn't really look that different from what we've been playing. So, like, why really buy this game? And all the hardcore fans are like, it's Borderlands. I'm getting it no matter what. Yeah, I mean, you I, know, I mean, I'm like, like, like all of us. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm getting that's that's such yeah. a stupid idea. Hides copy of Fallout seventy six. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of moron would just blindly buy a video game at full at full at the guy with the, the full price game? And <laughs> uh, we broke Casey. <laughs> the the other thing is, um, they announced all the different editions for Borderlands three, not at PAX, but a little little bit later. I'm kind of bummed that like the super crazy edition is only for console. So, yeah, like everything like, with oh, the chests. Yeah. Like I yeah. got the super crazy edition of Borderlands 2 and I was fully planning on getting it for Borderlands 3. However, I am going to be playing on PC. I can only get the um digital edition with the season pass and a couple of other things. I want the loot box. I want yeah. the 10 figures. I want yeah. the map. I want like all that stuff. So now I'm trying to figure out to wheel and deal it to make it kind of work out. <laughs> Which I shouldn't have to do. Just let me have that for PC. I'm gonna level with you, man. Just yeah. like with any game on Steam, Game of the Year edition. I'm gonna wait it out. Really? Wait Damn, it out. Get all wait the, it out. Get all the stuff at once. Yeah, because you know what? How many times have you been burned on a season pass? Too Anyone? many to name. Well, there you go. Yeah. I'm not doing that mm-hmm. again. Yeah. I'm not. So Game of the Year edition. I'm just gonna wait because you know what? Everybody gets the Game of the Year edition. That's so fair. it's not like there's going to be a lack of people I know playing the game. Yeah, that's fair. And it's you guys. Whatever. I'll call you up. Be like, hey, get on Borderlands. We'll do a stream of team up. We're bringing it back. And I'll be like, ooh, I'm playing Borderlands 3. <gasps> Sorry. You should get it. But anyways, I mean, so Borderlands 3, that was the, I'm going to say this, the biggest announcement of Paxi's 2019 for sure. Yeah. Um. It wasn't it was wasn't surprising for a lot of people. It was surprising that it was on Thursday specifically, which last year was the um, probably less busy day out of all of them. Um, It really seems like this year PAX is really kind of gearing up for that Thursday. Everything happens then and you just kind of coast the rest of the weekend and you enjoy the games, you enjoy the panels and you kind of do all of that. let me ask you guys this because I'm pretty sure everyone here has played Borderlands and 
at some point. What are you really hoping for in Borderlands 3 that was within um, kind of the current spec of what we know that hasn't been announced yet? Cross-platform play? There's rumors of that, which is actually really cool. That would be the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was just... Honestly? Yeah. Because what else? I mean... And we had this discussion before, like graphics, I really don't care too much about. That's just such a significant <laughs> style of gameplay of how it looks. I really don't want it to change too much personally. Yeah. Um, and I'm not as big as a hardcore fan as you guys are. I didn't start playing until Borderlands 2, a like handsome edition, like a couple of years back. Yeah. Um, but just that, just like cross-platform plays. So I can play with you guys when you're playing on your PCs. I can be on my PlayStation, like tagging along, yeah. you know? Yeah, it'd be nope. great because like, and the, they should do that because there's no like like competitive whatever at right. in uh in Borderlands, so there's no right. need for you know they're to be like, oh well, we can't do it because blah blah blah. Yeah, you could be able to do. I mean, other games, other games are doing it, you know. Yeah. So like, sure. I, yeah, I think it'd be great. And God willing, no battle royale. I don't think they're going to <laughs> see. That'd be uh, great. I'm, my answer is gonna be a battle royale level, just to fuck with everyone. Not like a full yes. battle royale, but just like it seems like it's battle royale. And you just have to survive with your squad just to fuck with everyone. I think that would be hilarious. That would be so great. They just put like a little thing and they're like, all right, now uh, in this area, you have to try to survive. Here you go. And, and like they, they load you into a thing. It's like It's like the complete thing where you're like in like a jump ship and you have to like land. And, like, <laughs> and, and because there's no fall damage in Borderlands, you just like you don't even parachute down. You just fall. Fall. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be so fun. <laughs> that'd be amazing. Uh, what about you, Casey? Man, I. I don't know. I just, I feel the blood coming back to me about this whole thing, you know, like from, ah, I don't want to get into it. That's you not guys. a sentence. I just, those are I, sounds. I, I don't, I don't know. I just, it's just, I, I, I find it difficult to fully contain my excitement. I, I think it's hard to speculate because like we're, we're going to get whatever we're going to get from Borla. Cause yeah. it's kind of like, like, like a prepackaged thing. So sure. Also, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like they're too keen on, like you said, the the innovative part of it. It yeah. really just seems like we're getting kind of the same old, same old, which yeah. is fine because it's great, same old, same old. But it's, you know, I don't want to get my hopes up and then be let down again. <laughs> I, just, I don't have it, it in me. Casey's yeah, it's hard to say something back. because, like, because we, we do enjoy the humor. Like, we enjoy like uh, g- going through the story with friends and like the plot points and mm. things that happen in the game because they're done so well and they're done so. I mean, because like when the, when the game gets going, it gets going and your yeah, blood starts does. pumping and then like you got to survive, and you got to yeah. try to get through whatever, and then and then like each each mission, whatever climaxes into something. And you're like, okay, cool, that's dope. So so then you're like, all right, I I did they they did well with that. Give me some more if of that. But it's just like same, if they have the same writers working on this project and you get. You get stuff like that that cursed gun that screams or like a really <laughs> sad claptrap birthday party kind of thing. Like, it's all good stuff. If they just oh, yeah. deliver the exact same thing, I don't know how they could – I don't know how you could mess that up. Yeah. My favorite little nuance in Borderlands 2, and like I think about it daily when, and it makes me laugh, is the shotgun that to reload it, you have to throw it and it explodes. Another one like – Oh, the whole, oh, I love that. The yeah. whole Teddy Orr line of guns. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Dude, that's hilarious. I love that. Just, uh, boom. Hey, uh, when you wanna. Yeah. Um, I'm also really hoping that some of the characters from Tales from the Borderlands make an appearance in here. And I already know already uh, Vaughn is. Um, they've actually shown, I think he was, uh, it was a screenshot or something with him in it. So just get more of that in because Tales from the Borderlands is probably the best Borderlands game out of all of them. 
just for story and comedy and how they kind of wrap everything together. And it actually has a huge turning point for the series as well, which is actually surprising because usually Tales from the Borderlands doesn't really, or I should say Telltale games really don't have uh, a lot of stake in the continuity and the properties in which they're in. Uh, Like, you know, Back from the Future, you kind of know what you're going to be getting into. Game of Thrones, you knew what you were kind of getting into and you knew that it was going to be pretty self-contained. Tales from the Borderlands was the exception to that. They actually take some um, major liberties with some characters, and I'll just kind of leave it at that because I know Casey hasn't played it yet. And I, I don't want to spoil the big spoiler. I'm, I'm ready. I, I need to jump into that, man. Awesome. And while we're talking to Casey, too, this was actually yeah. Casey's first ever Baby's first, first PAX. PAX. Baby's first PAX with <laughs> his Captain America PAX hat segment. and his Captain America shield backpack and just running around and... I'm losing track of them every five seconds. Yes. <laughs> well, you can't you can't go, hey Casey, lead the way, and then not expect to lose me in a crowd. I mean, I'm five <laughs> eight. Fair. Dude, it was. It I'm was not great exactly to see, towering was, over people. Oh, uh, dude, yeah, it was great to see your expressions. So, uh, what, what, what were your first impressions? Well, I'll tell you something. There's a lot of indie games out there, and uh, and not all of them are good. But there <laughs> there are some diamonds in the rough, and I I it really it gave me a lot to think about. Because, okay. you know, on the show, sometimes you'll see me, I'll sit out a big gaming episode, you know, because we got six chairs and you want to condense it down, whatever. But gaming is not my mainsties. I am as much a comic book guy and a movie guy and a TV guy as anybody. But video games, it's always like, I play the big hits, I play some PC games, I've been a big Nintendo guy my whole life, you know, and I'll play an indie game here or there, but there's nothing that, you know, I'm not like, I don't have my finger on the pulse of this stuff. You know, Sergio is constantly, unendingly making fun of me about how oblivious I am to things that are going on. <laughs> so oblivious. Yeah. It's like, oh, was Half-Life thing like Half-Life 3, is that a thing? Or have people wanted that? Is that something that people want? That game I came out surely by now, have, right? Yeah, I'm sure it came out by now. I haven't heard anything about it. Um, it's stuff like that. Like, I'm just consistently out of the loop and yeah. whatever. Now, seeing a lot of these games in development, the hustle that these small teams of like like even three guys or, or or two guys just pumping out like an old arcade shooter like um I don't know I didn't I don't have the list in front of me. Uh Greg and I played that uh, it was a cool like Gradius kind of game. Yeah. Um Super Grammus, Grampus? I don't remember the name of it. They were just like, hey, you want to play this? And I was like, sure. yeah, that's why I, I'm here. Well, you know, there were like the Shovel Knight booth, the Yacht, the Yacht Club Games guys had lines that went around the block. Yeah. You know, and you'd be hard pressed to take a swing at Yoshi's Crafted World or mm-hmm. Castlevania, not Castlevania, uh, Bloodstained. Yep. Ritual of the Moon or Night or whatever. I can't believe it's not Castlevania. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't believe it's not Castlevania, but it's, de- so it's absolutely a better Castlevania than Konami yeah. has done in years. Um, or Capcom, <laughs> whoever makes it. I don't care. Look, it's so much to take in. It's it's almost overwhelming how much stuff there is to play and try and the visual stimuli and all the things to do. I mean, fucking Magic the Gathering had fireworks. It's true. Okay. Oh, I'm pretty I, sure they couldn't do there. Yeah. Right. That's probably not okay. We're indoors. I kept on looking for enforcers, and they were never found. This I isn't think professional wrestling. And, you can't have. Right? They're just like, let's do our own thing and just have fucking sparklers yeah. and yeah. fucking like like, like their, their their stage was like the most impressive, like craziest booth there. It was it's wonderful. like what? 
And dude, the, the way they were making it sound like it was so hype as if it was uh, a <laughs> no shit imagine the gathering players, but it almost sounded like it was like a real esports. You know what I mean? They're like, oh my god, he turned the cards to all my god. He tapped like the mana. He did it. The absolute madman. It, it was. <laughs> hey, my god, that man has a family. It, he has a family. It's holograms away from being Yu-Gi-Oh in real life. Like, yeah, that's what it I was felt that, so like. I was like, oh shit. That. But exactly. honestly, guys, like, don't, don't, don't not match the gathering. I know a couple friends no. you would think they're playing Listen. like, like high stakes poker. Don't with, get me like, wrong. Some money they make oh, on yeah. the weekend. We've all been there with Magic the Gathering. I'm sure at some point or another. But and now, it's like the I OG, just, other than like D&D, it's the OG of tabletop. I could never, yeah, that, I could never said, imagine like, no for a them. second that it would be played in such a theatrical manner. Yeah. Dude. You know? And it was like that for a lot of things. Like, I've never been to a fighting game tournament before. Um, so, seeing the Smash guys, you know, I got a friend, shout out to my boy Lucy. Yeah. Playing competitive Dragon Ball, playing competitive Jump Force, you know? Sorry you got schooled by a 10-year-old, but whatever, man. <laughs> That's life Happens in the, the best of us. Um, it just opened my eyes to a whole angle of gaming that I've never bore witness to. You know, I went into this thinking, this is Comic-Con for video games, and it's not. Mm. Yeah. It's the spectacle of things like Comic-Con is there, but but so much of it is different. Like, there's a, co- there's a little bit of cosplay, not nearly as much as Comic-Con. Sure. Um, a lot of, you know, there's panels and stuff. We went to one which I'm sure we'll get into in a little bit, but, um, you know, that was fine. I, you got to meet, there's meet and greets with people. Uh, I met the completionist, which was the highlight of the entire weekend for me. Yeah, it was that, that was the highlight. That's fine. That was, yeah, I think it was. It's cool. No, being introduced to gamer fuel was the highlight. Now I have something. That's also the highlight. That's that's also, that's fine. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, I think that's gamer fuel or G fuel. Two different things. Same thing. No. no. Gamer no. Fuels by Mountain Dew that we never got to sample. Oh, no. Then I've mm. been introduced to G Fuel. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a. Fun... There you go. I mean, who says you really have to add it to water, right? You could just eat it like a pixie stick. <laughs> just snort it. It's fine. It's fine. Just fine. Yeah. Just insert directly into bloodstream. Um, Let your blood yeah. dilute it. Yeah. But uh, the days that I went, I had an absolute good time. The only thing, if you've never been, I really think you could do it all in one day. I'm a, I'm a very firm believer if you just you have ideas of what you want to do, the kind of stuff that you want to see, you can pace the floor in no time and really get an idea of everything that's there. And after that, it's just a matter of scheduling your time to be able to see what you want. See, previous years, I would disagree with you. Yeah. But I feel like, and this is something that we touched upon during last year's episode. Yeah. Every year... It just gets slightly, just a little less impressive, or there. It's I, I shouldn't say less impressive. It gets a little more out of my wheelhouse, a little bit, a little bit more. I remember, and maybe it's just the first time that I went. I was just kind of like dazzled by everything kind of going on. But when I went, you had like the big dogs there. You had Rockstar, you yeah. had Ubisoft, you had uh, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, who were there this year. Don't get me wrong. Behemoth is always there. But you had these large booths with like one year when they were uh, promoting Ark, the survival dinosaur video game. They had a legit life-size replica T-Rex that you could jump on a saddle and take a picture with. Like that kind of stuff. And that was missing this year. But is there a reason? Because I know Twitch wasn't there, which so, you said was a huge deal. That was yeah. that was a pretty big disappointment to a lot of people because 
Uh, on... Even to the uh, even to the the Twitch streamers, I ran into uh, there's a partnered streamer called uh, uh, S Friend here here on Twitch, and he's 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 pretty big and and like uh, he's got a great sense of humor and stuff like that. If you never heard of him, he's uh, he's like this Persian guy who does he plays WoW, he does like uh, like chatting. He's on a bunch of different podcasts shows like that. I was talking to him about like, hey man, like uh, so what, what do you think? What do you think about PAX? You know, I mean, like Twitch isn't here, but I think that's because TwitchCon Berlin is coming up very soon, and they're pulling their resources for that. And then later on in the year, they've got. Uh, 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 San Diego or whatever like this, and he was just like, "Yeah, I think so." And he said he was just kind of disappointed because like that served as kind of like a hub for everyone, be there it be his viewers or our community or whatever that would just go there and hang out, you know? Because like the last year they made it kind of like a lounge, and they had an area where only for partners where you can go in and meet those people, yeah. and uh, yeah, they had people you can talk to and stuff like that. And like, I always I always like going over to the Twitch booth because it's just like, all right, meet me at the Twitch booth, like let's let's meet up, let's talk or whatever. And then anybody like you like watching is going to be there. Like uh, he was talking about how some other other streamers that that you know he knows but isn't really friendly with them. He wanted to meet them, but since there was no booth, there was really no way to like. Oh hey, you know it's kind of weird to be like. Oh hey, uh, where are you? Yeah. You know, yeah. To, to this this this, this Twitch streamer that he follows that's, that's that's bigger than him and is is there somewhere, but he doesn't know them well enough to be like, hey, meet me here. Yeah. You know, but if they're at the Twitch booth and whatever, but I think it's because TwitchCon Berlin's coming up. But it was pretty big. I mean, like Twitch not being there, it's like, hey, wow, dude. Like, uh, seriously? <laughs> I mean, I want, actually, honestly, Serge, I agree with you. Like, I think it's just um, we might be. I'm hoping we're looking too more too much into it. It could be just that they're just didn't have enough resources to do so many cons all at once yeah so maybe it's just like oh well we can't do packs this year but we'll come back bigger next year because like to to willingly not go to packs being twitch and being what twitch is is a lot well let, yeah. let, me, let me ask you this too did you see blizzard there that's the other thing too. Like, yeah. like, what, like, why wasn't why wasn't Blizzard there? I mean, I mean, even last year, all they had was like this huge, this booth. huge booth yeah. that uh, you know it sold merchandise, but they also had like a, a build for Battle for Azeroth there. And I'm wondering if it's because we live in a time where we have uh, um, we have like a really good internet, so so those studios can just put out their content via their own streams, via uh, their directs, like how Nintendo has has a direct, even though the Nintendo was there. And I, and I feel like that may be the way they're going because it's probably really expensive. For them to go there and set up and the owners of the companies yeah. and, and the leadership is probably like all right how much is it going to cost for us to go to pax east it's interesting that we, we live in an age kind of where we have all this instant access to everything we have early access to indie games we can actually tweet at the developers we can watch them make the game on mm -hmm. twitch and really where do these trade shows come into the picture now where we can do all of this from our living rooms other than being a community um, meet and greet, right? Yeah. And I, I mm -hmm. think that was the big thing why a lot of people were kind of bummed that Twitch wasn't there, even though, I mean, for me, previous years, I was like, why is Twitch getting a larger and larger and larger booth? And now I see it's because they're like the community staple now. Like Mixer can try all it's mm. want, all it wants. <laughs> Facebook whatever, gaming. Whenever I see Mixer, I'm just effort. like, you're not Twitch. Yeah, like, get out of here. <laughs> like, what are you? It's so weird because it's it's like this other thing that's trying well, to be it, Twitch. It, it's like when you like drink RC Cola and you're like, <laughs> you're the Google Plus of live streaming. <laughs> yeah, like, get out of here. I mean, I mean, I hear people do well on Mixer, but it's just like it's so funny when they have their like. 
big people and stuff. I'm just like, I have no idea who this person is. Yeah. God bless them. They must be doing well, I guess. Uh, Mixer, Mixer is there, and they're 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 you know they're playing music and they're they're hyping up their people. They got their Fortnite tournaments, whatever the hell was going on there, and they, they got their branding out. They're giving out some freebies. I'm like, damn, Mixer, Mixer is trying. <laughs> Twitch is like, we got our own convention. We don't need to try. Yeah. So <laughs> hey, don't forget about Facebook Gaming, guys. Oh my God, Facebook. Hey, I'll Who say this: it? last year, Facebook Gaming had Jason Muse hanging out. Remember that? Oh damn! Yeah, this year not so Very much. Very true. Yeah. Hey, wasn't the, I mean? I think they, the they angry video the game nerd was here this year. That's true. Yeah, there's there's yeah. some yeah. people. It's not For like Facebook, there was a, a short list of of internet famous. Facebook Gaming is so interesting because they 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 pay content creators from other platforms. Like there were some Twitch streamers uh, who were well known on this platform who were were saying that Mixer is trying to give them a salary to go over there, you know. Mm. And and some of them that are pretty happy, big communities were were, were telling us that they are uh, giving up some some six figure numbers for them to go over Jeez. to Mixer as a salary. But the problem is your community won't follow you over there. Yeah. You nope. get you get this salary, you have to meet a certain quota for streams and so like, you know, it, it, like you, you get a contract and what's going to happen is, you know, uh when your contract is almost up and it's like, "Oh, you weren't getting the numbers here that you were on Twitch. Let's just not renew that contract. GG, you sucker. Bye-bye." You know, you you know you're, you're practically you sabotaging yourself at that point. Yeah. Exactly. Like why take yeah. this audience I already have and and cut it and butcher it for the people who might follow me back just for a guaranteed one year engagement exactly because because no, a lot of a lot of uh, uh streaming on twitch or whatever whatnot is is, is up to you you got to make sure that you have a schedule you're streaming you got to make sure that whatever you're doing makes people want to buy into you and then that's where your your pay comes from so some people like one or two people like might have taken it from youtube um, there was a YouTuber uh, that, that I watched, and she was like, I, I have to do it. I, I've got to take it. Maybe hopefully you guys will follow me over there. And she built back up her audience and stuff, and she's doing all right. But she was like, it was rough. It was rough getting the audience to go over to Facebook Gaming. Um, but, yeah, when you go to Facebook and you try to go to the – like try to find Facebook, there's no like – there's no Twitch – like setup right for Facebook right. it's so odd you have to like dig for it and find it and when you're there there it's not it's 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 not very well made it's it's really odd but they push it so hard they got a huge booth um on on, on Sunday when like they're right next to Nintendo when Nintendo's like having a party <laughs> playing like Backstreet Boys <laughs> and throwing out different merchandise <laughs> Facebook Gaming had their own like BS game going on, and they had their own little competition. They're trying to make it all hype, but everyone was at Nintendo. And uh -huh. I even saw at one point the camera guy for Facebook Gaming was looking over at Nintendo booth. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. He was almost like, "I want to be where the people." Are. <laughs> I, I wish looking I over, caught that dude looking I over Nintendo, <laughs> but the camera guy like he he had the camera focused on the action on his shoulder, and his face was turned looking over at Nintendo. Damn. Like, oh man, that looks so cool. Yeah, like, oh, look at all the neat stuff over there, man. <laughs> yeah, he buddy was still doing his job, but he was looking over at Nintendo. I thought that was a funny thing. I was yeah. like, well, GG Facebook Gaming. Not even your your paid <laughs> operators yeah. want to. I don't really know if Nintendo was the booth I wanted to be at this year, though. There was a single game. Yeah. A single, and it's just a Castlevania ripoff that's not mm. even exclusive to Switch. What game? Uh, uh, Bloodstained. Mm. Ritual of the Night. Or Which Slat I didn't even know that I own. Screaming at the Moon. <laughs> I have it in my Steam library. Or <laughs> no, no, on my well, Xbox. Isn't that, like, isn't that the previous one, or is it the, the new one? I don't know. I have one of them. And okay, I was like, oh yeah, I played this the, for four the seconds. The first one plays like Castlevania 3, but the new one... Plays like Symphony of the Night. Oh, that's probably. I think I have the first one then. But half of Nintendo stuff this year was just Yoshi's Crafted World, and I'm like, who cares? Yeah. 
Like, yeah. there's exactly two Yoshi games I've ever cared about. Yoshi's Island and Yoshi's Story. And everything else <laughs> has just been, oh, this is fun for children. Mm. <laughs> Where's my fucking <laughs> Animal Crossing? Let me let me ask hey, you. What's this, wrong with Animal Crossing? Where's my F Zero? Where's my F Zero? Where's my Animal Crossing? Let me, what's wrong with Animal Crossing? Let me ask you this: What was your favorite? Because you you would run around when you ever saw you saw like a good cosplay or a decent cosplay and take their picture. Yeah. What was your favorite one? Hmm. Uh. Well, I got one on the top of my brain, so that's probably the right answer. Go for it. Um. Someone was dressed up as Beetle. I was just gonna say that. From uh, I'm pretty sure it was the. Uh, Breath of the Wild version? Yeah, it looked like it. Because yeah. she had the the big pack. But it was inflatable. Yeah. It was a big inflatable pack. And uh, it just, it was, it was great. It was great. Um, Dave, did you get a picture of her? I don't think so, no. Uh, okay, I gotta, I'll send it to you. She but. was, she was. I, I don't think, we're, I don't think we were like with each other when we, when, yeah, you, when you saw I think, that. I think it was when Greg and I were sitting down. Yeah. We have, yeah. We're old. Yeah, when I, um, when I got old and injured, which will come later. Yeah, there was, uh, there was a really great Mr. Game and Watch. There was a a baby that was dressed up as Makar from the Wind Waker, the little plant guy, hey, nice. like one of the mm-hmm. Korok guys. Nice. Um, couple it was really good. Um, uh, Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, she was yeah. really good. Yeah, she looked like her too. Yeah, great. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. I actually just finished editing her photo like not too long before the podcast. <laughs> she was really good. There's a, uh, there's a lot of that. a lot of Miles Moraleses that I saw kind of running around, which is really cool. Oh, oh there Spider-Ham. was yeah. that one guy with who was Spider Ham. Yeah, that was yeah, really yeah. Cool. that was great. Yeah, the he, little guy. The the real cool thing about it was you know like when when you cosplay, the whole thing is like you're supposed to play to type. Yeah, kind of. You know, like you got to have the build for it. You got to have the look for it. This guy has he was a little person. Um. And he he dressed up as Spider Ham with a just a regular Spider Man suit and a mask, and it just in a giant hot dog. <laughs> yeah, in a giant hot dog. <laughs> that was great. It was so good. Just like one of the best like playing type things I've ever seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's kind of talk about the games that we got to play at PAX this this year. I know um, Casey and I got to play a game called Struggling. Yes. Oh God. Which was oh, a lot of fun. What a what an emotional journey. <laughs> I feel like we've never been closer, and it's great because it's a game about a mutant who has two fused heads. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it really is the ultimate test in communication and making sure that um, you are actually telling the person what you're doing before you can move. Because you literally, there's no walking. There's no running. There is a left arm and a right arm. And a and- destroy arm button. And yeah, yeah. Destroy th- th- arm th- th- think about the episode of Rick and Morty where they're in the uh, the the the, the, the Cronenberg oh, yeah. dimension oh, yeah. where everything's all Cronenberg. Well, oh, everything's all Cronenberg. Oh, Morty. Yep. Is that this like this like crazy creature that has like two heads, both have two personalities? So you have to uh, one person on one controller controls one arm, another person on another controller controls another arm. You have to navigate through the the, the level, and uh, you can make the you can make the guy scream. Each ah! head can scream. <laughs> Just have bit. a scream button. Yeah, yes. you, you you can make you can make your arm like melt off and grow back off again if if you're struggling. But um, it's called struggling. Yeah, and it's I so love the good. difference in like play style between when Serge and I were playing together and Casey and and, and Greg were playing <laughs> together. Casey and Greg, are, I think, are like teaming up. They're quiet. They're like kind of like whispering back and forth. Serge and I are screaming at each other. We, we we really weren't that quiet. It was more just like subtle jabs at each other of just like. I'm holding on to this. Let I'm, go. Of the I'm, are you holding the thing? I'm holding the thing. Are you holding the thing? Are you holding the thing? Are you holding the thing? Are you, are you, are you, are you holding the thing? I'm holding the thing. Oh, you tucking it, bro? You tucking? Are you tucking? 
Are you talking it? <laughs> talking? Dude, the, the developer said they like our reactions were the best yeah. out of the yeah. whole entire weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, it was amazing. And 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 I love that too. And I love that too because like a lot of other outlets as well, like Back at You Funky played. Uh, so some other guys did. IGN played too. So suck it, IGN. <laughs> <laughs> I bet no one in IGN walked away with a free copy of the game, did they? I did. They, they probably <laughs> did, Dave. They probably did, they, too. They most definitely did. Yeah. I just want, just give me the one jab. Just yeah. give me one jab. IGN's like, hey, I listen, we'll give, you a, we'll give you an, an 8.8 out of 10. Just give us a couple of, <laughs> hey, hey, a couple hey. of copies. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. Probably accurate. Yeah. But that game That game was fun. There was, there was, uh, there was, there was very few, few games that were actually good. Uh, this year, there, there was one that that like, like Dave and I had a lot of fun with was uh, Samurai Showdown. Yeah. Oh, God. Based on based on the old school game from back in the day, mm-hmm. if y'all know about that, uh, the re- revamping it with with the guys who still who were who were on board for it like back in the day. You got the producer, game dev, uh, graphic artist. Oh man, like th- these these guys were so much fun. They flew in for, from Japan. They've been doing a tour around the U.S., landing at PAX East. Had a dope ass booth. They had like. Taiko drum players, which which was pretty sick, and um, they're they're really really nice guys, and the game was a lot of fun. Yeah. To play, so so as you know, it's it's a two D fighting game. You have weapons. Um, if you beat the other player enough, the weapon will drop off from them, and you got to use like certain tactics to, to to beat to beat the other guy. And and the fighting game community is all. For it's like it. a like, traditional fighter with rock paper scissors kind of elements. Yeah. And I could not was, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was so much oh, fun boy. to play. Yeah. Yeah, but watching the devs play was was pretty cool because like you know because Serge was saying like we get to finally watch it because we we're just we we're just all button mashing pretty much like trying to figure out like what all the moves are. Watching those two play was like literally watching art the way they're blocking the way they're doing stuff mm-hmm. and like there's actually like the, the disarm someone is a hard block. It's I think he said it was when they hit when they do like a strong swing and you block at the same time that's when you disarm them. And watching that timing was just kick ass and them like fighting like disarmed and shit. Nice, nice. And Sergio got to play against him and beat him. That was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, I beat the producer. Well, whatever, whatever, whatever. I showed down his samurai. <laughs> <laughs> Your reaction was great. You beat him. You're like, that's it. I retire. I retire. I put the controller down. Going I retire. I beat the producer of Samurai Showdown. I'm good. It's so great. We we all high fived and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I think they had they had a good time like seeing our our reaction and stuff because I was uh because at first I was like oh I want you guys to play just to see how it's done. And it, and it was it was just so funny like them going back and forth and then when we got to play with them and they're 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 really really nice guys and like I hope uh, the game really kicks off because yeah I know some people just like uh, in the chat so get like Adam is really really looking forward to it I know a couple of my friends um uh well Fredo's looking forward to it Alan like the, all these fighting game community guys like uh, out of New York are really looking forward to this game I mean they love their fighters and they and they get big views when they do claim when they do their tournaments yeah and this is one of the games we're really looking forward to so I'm glad we got to talk to them and uh yeah uh what, what other games did you guys like well you guys played a pretty big one you and you and dave and i remember this because this is when i fucked up my back oh yeah back. <laughs> yeah so over at the playstation booth there's the days gone game and that's the yep. motorcycle post-apocalyptic future game now we got to talk to the uh to the game one of the game developers i think he was he was the lead one um very nice guy we couldn't do any uh video interviews with them or really <laughs> 
do anything useful to us except for play the game and talk. It was to a him. lot so of wink, of... wink, nudge, nudge. I can't tell you. Yeah, about anything. it was, yeah. I was. I was. I was kind of bummed about that because you have you have the indie guys who are just like, yeah, whatever you need, like your videos, <laughs> yeah. interview, whatever you want to do. We'll give you assets, stuff like. I that. I will literally for... tell you how many cups of coffee it took me to make this spray. <laughs> exactly, and then and then you have these bigger guys like play. I mean, it's happened before with like these like huge titles. Like I remember, uh, like with 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 when Mass Effect yeah, Three Lull. Yeah, yeah, Mass Effect Three Omega Lull was was coming out like uh, we were talking to like the 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 lead developer uh at bioware where he was there at pax east for the game and he was just like no we're not really we've got like our own press thing going on we don't really like doing any interviews or or whatever i mean he was nice about it but i was like buddy 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 guy let's listen to me listen to me my man my man Yeah, my man. Listen, any PR is good PR. Any interview or whatever, whatnot, to get the game out there. I know you got your official channels or or whatever. This probably comes down from a mandate from up top because it's such a big yeah, company, yeah. Uh, you know, Sony PlayStation. But at the same time, it's just like, dude, like, why restrict like press access, you know, for your game? You got you guys. You guys are big dogs. Like everyone knows you. Yes, but I mean, I think it would help out if some of the smaller outlets like us can talk about it because we're not being paid to give you a good score. And this, you know and, what I mean? And this also isn't the same thing where it's like, there's a press embargo or whatever, like for a movie, yeah. like the times that they do that, it's only like when they know a movie's going to be bad. I mean, this game wasn't terrible. Yeah. By any stretch. yeah. It was so it was, it was, it was, it was fun. I was just bummed that like, we couldn't get, get that much. And it's just like, it always happens with the big dogs, with these big companies. And again, it's probably a mandate from up top, nothing to do with the devs who work hard in the game, nothing to do with any of the people we talk to. Those guys are great, but it's just like, you guys up top need to just like, let, let everything go. Cause they were like, all right, if you, if you do film, you can't do a full on screen. Like someone's got to be in the way over the shoulder kind of thing. Can't do an on, on camera interview. And I'm just like, all right, I know it's coming from up top, but I think that's bullshit. Yeah. You know, like, like, the, the, like we, we've talked. I mean, I mean, fucking Gearbox was like, dude, like, remember when Battleborn came out? Yeah. They're like, whatever you guys need, you know, we'll, oh, we'll, yeah, we'll talk right. to you. We'll give you whatever. Here's our emails, all this other shit, you know. And the, the, these guys were forthcoming too with Days Gone, but it's just like, I don't know. Certain companies understand that that anyone and everyone who wants to talk about it and shed light on it, who has an audience, who has or whatever, it's like here, well, here you go. When you have that, like, not just when you the, have that air of know. secrecy too, it like doesn't bode well. Like, like you, yeah. you mentioned Mass Effect Andromeda, and it's kind of like. Yeah, I know why they didn't want us to take any video now. Like, I know why. Yeah. Because the game is absolute garbage. That's why. And it's not a secret. We have faces that move around Yeah, like, like it wasn't a finished <laughs> product and they knew it. So they were just like, yeah. we're going to limit it to the, like, you know, the big guys that we know that we can maybe get a maybe more favorable review than we deserve. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm not going to suggest anything. But honestly, though, like, but Surge and I played it and it was. But that's the thing, though, is you played a very specific instance of that game. Yes, and like, and it wasn't very. Uh, I don't want to say this, but it didn't really blow my hair back. Yeah, which is what like, you, what at least I'm expecting out of this game because it's been delayed how many times? Right mm-hmm. now, there was a lot of cool stuff he talked about. How like um, the whole, every single like monster you see, every single like infected person you see has mo- motion capture. So that's why I look creepy the way they move around. Like they have, there's kids in this, which is. Mutant like zombie, zombie kids. kids in this, gross. Which is very, very, very fucks you up in the first time you see it. But the way the motion captures in the zombie kids is spooky because the way they they crawl about it's on real. The and shit yeah. is scary. Yeah. Um. You can but- do a lot of cool shit with the hordes. Like you can actually find another encamp. So there's, it's open world basically. So think of it. Think of it as like think Far Cry Five. Yeah. There's like story aspects, but basically open world. You can get a horde, ch- have a horde chase you, run into a like a rival encampment. 
fire your rifle at someone so they can fire at you. And then when the horde hears them firing, they'll attack all those other people. And then you can just run in there and get all the gear after the horde kills them yeah. all. And the horde animation was beautiful. Holy yes. crap. And yeah, you saw about how they, they, like, there was a lot of motion capture to get like that realistic range of motion. So it doesn't look like they're just like, you know, like 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 traditionally skeleton rigged and they look kind of, you know, whatever. They wanted to give a sense of realism like you're actually in danger. You're actually in front of these things. And and the way the horde was animated was amazing. You have the sense all of, the these sense of- different zombies on screen and the way they move holy crap like that was pretty cool and the sense of danger is there because any other zombie game or even any post-apocalyptic game you play even like with the last of us you're in a city you're in a neighborhood so there's places to hide and stuff mm-hmm. like that so it's it's scary but there's still places you can go as from what we've seen you're in the woods which is creepy you're in the wilderness there really isn't a place to hide you're open everywhere for the most part Jump in a tree and the horde can well that's thing the horde can go up things and they can use each other to like pile up on top of each other get on top of where they yeah, gotta go so that's kind of like kind of scary yeah. Yeah, and it was um, and it, it was interesting too the way the way the mechanics worked. Uh, so he basically he talked about how um, like your 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 bike it's it's kind of like it's kind of like 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 in a western like the cowboy and his horse. Except here you're you're a motorcycle biker in front of a backer gang, and your bike is everything. If you don't take care of it, if you don't upgrade it, you're gonna be screwed. If if you let it blow up out in the wild, like you're done. You got to make sure that you're taking care of your horse, taking care of your 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 motorcycle here. And, uh, and I think I you said your dope. bike's the only way you can save, right? Uh, I I don't remember that, but uh, maybe I don't remember that. Yeah, I said I remember him saying something about like if you're out in the wilderness and your bike's the only way you can save it, and if your bike breaks down, you have to go fix it. You have to go somewhere else where you can't save to grab parts for it to come back so you can save That's fun. or some shit like that. Yeah, That's a cool that little sounds gimmick. frustrating. Yeah, it's fucked. But uh, there, there's one thing in the demo I kind of didn't like. There was uh, there's there's a part of the demo where you were on uh, like you're standing next to your motorcycle, you're looking down this this ravine. There's a bunch of like a huge horde of zombies around. And you're in you're in this kind of a like a like a small canyon. There's like explosive barrels around. So you're supposed to get on your motorcycle and kind of like defeat the horde. Now you get on your motorcycle, you start driving around. The horde starts chasing after you. So you see these like red barrels and canisters. What do you want to do? You want to make those blow up next to the horde. But when you aim your weapon off of your motorcycle, there's this huge big reticle because it's it's kind of targeting the entire horde, and you can't specifically target like the red barrels. And I was like, this is really weird. Okay. Yeah. So I was talking to the about it, I was like, hey, so I don't understand and get the mechanic where I'm on the motorcycle, I'm aiming backwards, and I want to specifically shoot one of the red barrels when the horde gets near, and it's auto-targeting uh, with this huge reticle the entire horde itself, and he was like, yeah, that's because there's other things in the game that we can't really tell you right now, but it's, it's a feature, it's not a bug. And I was like, okay. Thanks, so for this, Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, okay, so for this specific instance, I can't actually target one of the individual red barrels, <laughs> Because I have this huge reticle that's on this gigantic. Your game is literally me. preventing me from doing something I want to do in an open world game. Yeah. yeah, and he kept reiterating it's because of other things in the game. I'm like, yeah, but it's not working here. Is what I'm is what I'm trying to tell you. And he was just like, kind of with a smile on his face, like, oh, it's 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 a lot of stuff because of things. And I'm like, isn't that cryptic well, and mysterious enough to want you to get this? Like, no, no. Yeah, I was yeah, no, and I was, I was kind of I was kind of, kind of frustrated. I'm just like, yeah, but it's it's not working here because I can't target any of those red barrels, and you need me to 
kill this horde there's a health bar for the horde so i just so what i did i was just i got off the fucking bike and i started running around and, and trying trying to do it like like that and i was getting the horde down and it was even scarier because like the, the they would climb up on cars i would climb yep. like, like i climbed up on on a, on a big rig and I, would, and I would throw molotov cocktails down and they would climb up and they would climb over each other just to get and that shit was so fucking cool yeah. to see so i i'm kind of torn because they have these cool looking mechanics and stuff where they'll climb on each other just to get up to you on top the big rig and as you jump down and run around and they'll they'll like scream at each other and like move each other out of the way just to get to you and i was like damn that's pretty damn cool but at the same time it's just like if i hop in this motorcycle i'm kind of dead and the turn radius sucked and i can't really target it it was it was weird so anyway he there's also like zombie bears and like birds and shit i was like dude what (laughs) if there's if there's if there's like a zombie bald eagle i'm gonna lose my mind 10 out of 10 (laughs) 10 out of 10 <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he alluded to they're not really zombies; they're alive. They're just like inf- infected or whatever. Infected, so technically not. It's technically infected not what? zombies. They're alive, which is the twist. Oh, so yeah. it's twenty-eight days later, infection style. And it's yeah. similar. Where he said, I think we said when the infection hit, it hit hard. Like everyone at once who got infected got infected. So it wasn't like yeah. over three or four days. It happened all at once for what from how so there are whole it. populations that got just pff, infected that's why there's huge hordes of zombies running around I, there's nothing infected. i want more than to be wrong about my caution with this game and my disbelief like i would love if they were just like you're fucking wrong about this and 10 out of 10 all across the boards like everyone even the fans on metacritic <laughs> like all that shit but like i just don't i don't know there's something in my gut yeah. maybe it's because i got burned by andromeda which i purchased but never played <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it, it's just one of those oh, things where it just seems like the idea is too good to be true. So we'll have to uh, kind of see. Um, something that PAX does, if you ever go to PAX East, um, something they do on Saturday nights is they have actually free concerts for everyone yeah. to attend. And yeah. It is limited They're seating, good. so you, you want to get there a little earlier. Um, but this year was actually pretty interesting because we had three acts that we were treated to. We had uh, a band called the the Double Clicks, which is very like um, Garfunkel and Oats ish. Flight um, of the Concords, Flight of the Concords. That's not mm-hmm. you know from New Zealand. To me, they sounded a little like this band called the Softies. Yeah, yeah, they're um you know kind of cute, kind of quirky, kind of um just like that kind of like folksy kind of feel. Very funny, very. Uh, Amusing, I thought for sure. They had their dad come up on the stage, which was hilarious. Kind of cool. Or who and he could shred, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, everyone was like, "Is is that Jeff Bridges?" And it's like, "That's not <laughs> Jeff Bridges." Shut up. I really thought it was Jeff. Bridges. Casey's like, "That's Jeff I'm not, Bridges." I'm not saying it's like, not. I'm not saying he's that kind of guy, but when I saw him come on stage and get the guitar, I'm like, he looks like the kind of guy who's broken a bottle of Jack Daniels in someone's head. I don't, I don't know. I didn't get that vibe off him. I got like just a like he looks like he's he's been like kind of he's kind of hardcore. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I I wouldn't be surprised either way, I guess is what what I'll say. Uh our second act we had was the bit was Bit Brigade, which is actually the yeah. reason why I really wanted to go. Now if anyone uh hasn't heard of or seen Bit Brigade live I had Casey hadn't. This is right up Casey's alley. Oh, it's uh, oh they're actually it's a really incredible and ingenious idea. Essentially what they do is they have a whole band and one of their band members plays the NES, like classic Nintendo Entertainment System. So what happens is while that gentleman is playing, um, for this instance, Mega Man with the 3, efficiency of a good speedrunner, we should add. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah he was. He was great. Uh, while he speed runs through Mega Man Three, the band itself plays the music that goes to that level and when it changes to a boss fight they change to the boss fight music and they just go they are just abruptly going to it doesn't matter if the yeah. boss fight is 10 seconds long or a minute long that when the music stops it stops yeah it's oh, a it live was, soundtrack it's it, fantastic it was great right. a lot dude it was it was so great like they're they're so badass at doing too yeah. just like to changing up the tempo changing up the rhythm like it, and it's all on the game too so when the guy's doing a speed run they're playing each area they're playing the select screen they're playing and and, it, and it's so dope to, to hear like like all the themes on and stuff but like you get but, your but, little but, item like that yeah 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 and whenever he got the item, they played that like and it was fucking incredible. It was so cool. Um, they went through Mega Man three with very little difficulty, like for considering how many boss fights are in that fucking game. Yeah. Yep. For for those of you playing at home, uh, Mega Man three has your classic eight robot masters, yep. plus uh, sort of fake robot masters that play just like the ones from the previous game. Mm hmm. So that's 16 Robot Masters, and then you have to fight them all over again. <laughs> so it's like 32 Robot Masters. It's, it's and then Dr. Wily has four stages. Like, you yep. think it's over, and then he's like, fuck off, I'm going into space! <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, though. Yeah. Uh, unless Dave wants to talk about it. But there was a, a moment where we were so oh, immersed yeah. in watching this guy play and watching the band play. He, there's a part in Mega Man 3 where you have to drop down into a gap, but he's moving so fast you think any gap is death. And Dave yep. saw him go into the gap, and he's just like, <gasps> and he, <laughs> he just tensed up like a little kid. It was amazing. Yeah. Bit, bit, bit. Dude, it was like it's enthralling to watch him play because, I mean, that's, and I've said this before on many podcasts, that's back from the days when the games were trying to kill you. There was no if, ands, or yeah. buts. Like, there was, that's the whole point of the game, to kill you. And just to watch him play as well as he did he would get hit sure but he just did it so well it's just so it's just it's hard not to get sucked in yeah. basically yeah. sometimes even those hits were intentional like so he could use his invincibility to get through stuff yeah uh, yeah everything was calculated like just like a real speed run it was it was so good yeah yeah uh bit brigade is like what i look forward to every year so much so that when i i hell yeah. this year i completely fucked up my back so i missed sunday just like i couldn't physically like get out of bed comfortably and like actually move i like every fifth step that i took to get in line to there was shooting pain through my back but i was like i'm gonna fucking see bit brigade doing it's gonna happen <laughs> goddamn band is gonna be amazing and i made it the last act was actually a band that i'd never seen before and um, their name, Video Game Orchestra, was a little, little deceiving. It's not quite what I expected. Yeah. When when you hear something like orchestra in the title, you're gonna think like maybe a full orchestra or like like part of one. <laughs> you're not thinking electric guitars. You're not thinking drum bar. You're not thinking a guy whose voice can go '80s hair metal high, Dude. You know, that kind of stuff. But once you kind of like really start to get into it. They did a, a pretty good job in getting you amped. They played loud. They played fast. A little um, too loud for my taste. Yeah, Casey had to put his, if, if, his if shirt were, around Casey's his like head. the youngest, oldest oh. man that we know. I have hearing damage. <laughs> I have permanent hearing damage. 
my hearing damage. <laughs> yeah, so if you saw me there, you you know, in the dark, tucked away between the the giant man that is Dave, mm-hmm. right in his shadow. Uh, I had my <laughs> my whole like like uh, hoodie and and sweatshirt just like tucked over my ears, and then with noise canceling headphones like on top. It was like I had like this huge turban of sound protection over my head, and it was still Stupid. too loud. <laughs> And we have video game market was was pretty. Dope. Yeah, they they were like, pretty cool. Like, they were dude. definitely in a commercial for Devil May Cry Five though. They sold out. Yeah, what was up yeah. with that? Like, like did did they work on Devil May Cry Five or something like that? Well, like, did they provide some of the music because they, like most of their set was Devil they, May Cry, which is no shade on DMC, but like. When you when you when you hear video game orchestra, you you want to like kind of see and hear like a plethora of different video. Yeah, games. and they right. you know they kinda... and then even when they did do like different video games, and when they did like Street Fighter, they did like like the the intro from Street Fighter like the five. No like nobody played. cares about Guile's that. theme. Nobody cares. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was hoping they would do. Guile's theme. Yeah, they yeah, did. Like they let's did go. do. Come on. They did do uh, Vampire Killer from Castlevania. Castlevania. Yeah. That was pretty Which badass. Is, your classic, da, 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 but like, so I I think that that guitarist, the guest that they brought on, actually worked on DMC Five. I think he that did. might also yeah. be and he, why and they he did the Resident Evil Two remake, which they played a song from. And that too, like, yeah, oh, as well. Okay, yeah. that's the thing, I guess. Oh man, I mean, when they hit it, they hit oh, it. Yeah. And like yeah. the, the, the singers they had were were pretty damn. It's like holy crap, like, you're you're too good to be a. Right. He was he was <laughs> tight, and they're like, they're weed violinists. Yeah, had this whole like Lindsey Sterling kind of. The way he was moving around and just really yeah. whipping around and getting into it, it was great. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was a great concert, and like you get it with admission to your badge, and not a lot of people know about it. Yeah, I was just gonna say there are people who who had no idea like that that was the thing. Like uh, when I saw one of my buddies who was who was coming up on Sunday, he was like, "There's concert? Wait, yeah. what?" I'm like, yeah, dude, and like in like the the main theater, there's there's a concert. People people line up, they come in. And uh, there are a, there yeah, are a couple they, hundred people though. They, they said something like a thousand, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. It, 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 dude, it was packed. There were people standing in yeah. the back, like yeah. people standing, like people sitting on the sides. Like they jam packed yep. that thing in there. So I think the seats. I think there's about like three thousand that could fit in there, and I think they just filled it up to the brim. Yeah, in there. that sounds about. It right. was nuts, dude. Yeah, the, the, the light shows great. Like uh, <laughs> the production, the production crew like puts it on, and they even thank them too. They're like, yo, thank Pax. Like the production team is doing it for you guys, and they, they did a really good job. So shout outs yeah. to them. And, and previous yeah. years, just so everyone knows too, like you'll you'll have acts like the Proto Men be there yeah holy crap you know for the first couple they were definitely like like the the or or people like the the mini bosses i don't know if yeah yeah Yeah. Mm. but but yeah Yeah. i mean this year it it was great um let's kind of do the round table just kind of final thoughts about packs because we're we're gearing up to where we're running out of time so i want there's 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 so many things uh in packs and another thing people don't know that i also found it as well as it was a nice pleasant surprise while we're reading in line for the concert uh the enforcers were, were, were doing some fun things to keep people entertained those people like shout out to the, to the enforcers like they work hard and they have a lot of fun they have the most fun they can at PAX, you know, they have to wrangle everybody, people who don't often listen, people don't often go outside of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, like, uh, like shout out to yeah. them. And uh, anyway, while we're waiting in line, they, they were doing this little game where they were playing these different theme songs. You had to guess what oh, they God. are. You want to talk so about these TV shows, game. video games, and yeah, the thing that I, I had no idea this was, I don't know if this is the first year they've done it or because I know if there's like secret like pin trading. And like exclusive pins you can get because PAX has always been about like exclusive loot, <laughs> pins, whatever. They got they uh, so, a collector's so, so, gimmick. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a collector's thing. And I don't know, there's like secret paint trading. People like put up some of these things online for whatever. Anyway, long story short, uh, we're in line and uh, I'm, I'm guessing this thing or whatever. And I made one of the enforcers laugh. And apparently when you do something cool or whatever, an enforcer can give you a medal. And I got a medal for, for making her laugh. And I was just like, I have no idea this was a thing. And she, and she had oh, is like, that, like is a that the story you're going with? Is that... Yeah, and she and she, she had like like a, a certain amount of them too. Like she didn't have like a bunch of them. She had, she opened up this little thing, and there was just like a few. And I guess they each have like a few to give yeah. away. And on the back it said, uh, "We saw you do something rad," you know. And I thought that was yeah, that was, that and was then proceeded to rub it in Casey's face yeah, for the rest of the only, weekend. If only that was the true story, and not that you kicked a disabled child and stole it right off his neck. <laughs> That's not true. But that was a joke that was made because we all, all the different instances you, you were thinking we, of just to we I refuse to, to allow it that Sergio was the funniest of us. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I mean, I've, I've got a medal, he's got so the medal to that. prove it. Damn it. And I've I want it known on live radio. I concede. You concede. I concede. I mean, there's never a competition. Yes, it so, was. I mean, it was. Yeah, no, there we go. Keep it up. We'll see how many more disabled kids you have to steal medals from. <laughs> and on <laughs> stupid. <laughs> All right. Um. So that was Serge's kind of final thought. Was the the medal? He had a real moment there. He had a real what moment. What a champion. Yeah. All right. It's because nobody else got a medal for being funny. Hey, to me. Okay, I got at least two down. sets of pipe cleaners. That's true. There you go. They were giving those out like candy. Yeah. For guessing songs. So yeah. is is the pipe cleaners what your your takeaway from Bax is this year? I got it framed on my desk. <laughs> is it all those pipe cleaners? It's like were they looking in the back? I don't know. We got to give them something. Hell, it's pipe cleaners. Yeah, they're like here, make a thing. Like, and I'm what? like, what the f- what? <laughs> like they're in the back somewhere. Like, I don't give these out. What the fuck do I know? All right, uh, Dave. Ah, uh, Josh. Like, I just love the community that's there for the most yeah. part. Um. Like, say what you will about a, a game or who's there, what developer's there. Just watching it, people, just people watching is a lot of fun. I love watching people just sit down on the floor and just play a game in the middle of a gaming convention. Yeah. Um, or there's like this one dude, like he was sitting right, he was sitting next to the press room playing Guitar Hero or, or yeah, Guitar Hero on his computer. Just randomly plugged it in and just started playing. It's like, yeah, yeah, you you go, man. That's awesome. Just just that that type of stuff I love, and just talking to talking to the d- different developers. One developer we talked to was called um, Mega Cat Studios, and the reason why I bring them up, I didn't get a chance to play their game games, but what I liked about them was they're an indie game developer who's putting their games into old school Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo cartridges, and you can actually play these games. On your old system. They will work. Mm. So if you have an old Sega Master System chilling out at your house, you can actually take one of these new games made today, put it in, and it'll work. Mm. And it's yeah. dope. And this guy, they, they, I hate to like use that saying, they spared no expense, but they really spared no expense. Spared of, like, no expense. They got the molds from the old old school cartridges made of like high-grade plastic. They even have like the box that won't break. They even have like the little plastic like tip on the top of the box where you can actually put it on like, to, like a little like bar like on a, on a, on a storefront. Looks just like the original cartridge, just like the original packaging, but it's a brand new game. 16-bit, 8-bit, wherever you want to look, it's just, it, it was it was cool. And they're, I, for me, it was like the most inventive thing. It caught my eye because Serge and I are walking by, and their display looks like an old-school living room. What, an old-school TV, all this stuff, and the system's just plugged right in. Dude, the tiny old-school TVs and everything, I was like, yo, look at those. Yeah. 
and it was cool. Again, it's an it's a it's a brand new game that you can put into an old school system, and it'll fucking work. That's the cool part about it. Nice, uh, Casey. Is it for real pipe cleaners? It's. I mean, yes, they did for real give pipe cleaners, but that no, I know. But is highlight. that like your no. like, final thought? My highlight was absolutely meeting the completionist. I yeah. uh, I've been a big fan of Gerard Curlil on the internet for a long time because I never thought there was somebody like me who existed in the gameiverse. That there is someone who like will play a video game until it's absolutely really limit. just like building yourself up here a little bit. Someone like <laughs> me who just happens to be a uber no, famous YouTuber. But, I mean, ever since I was a kid, I always played games until I got literally everything there was to get. I would scour everything. And everybody I knew growing up, even into college, it was like, you're crazy and you're what are you doing? What have you yeah. done with your life? And do you remember? I remember you coming down to Alex's house and you were like, I need to be in Metroid. I can't. Yeah. For like the however many times. Yeah, the second time. It was the trilogy edition. But I fucking, I did it, man, while I was there. <laughs> anyway, um, Gerard is, he's just a cool down-to-earth guy. I, which I'm sure a lot of these, you know, YouTube celebrity type people are. He's a guy who just has a real honest and true passion for games. And, you know, I actually bumped into him twice. And the second time I got to have a real conversation with him because he wasn't, you know, he was at a booth and he was like doing some promotional stuff, like whatever. But I just caught him walking around. And he just went into all the details of the stuff he loves about games, his like the way he does his production. It's it's all really captivating stuff, and it was an just a real pleasure to meet the man. Nice, I loved it. Nice. I also and, got to meet Greg's dogs this week, and that and was that. pretty pretty freaking great. <laughs> that's a real that's, 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 right that's pretty there. good. Getting screamed at by Rusty. Getting woken up <laughs> in the middle of the night. <laughs> uh, and with that, that is officially all the time that we have for tonight. This has been. Issue number one hundred and eighty-two of the Bad Cardi Funky Podcast. Yeah, I want to go ahead and. What about your thoughts, Greg? What? What about your thoughts? It's too late. I'm running the outro bit. It's too late. Uh, We've we've committed to exiting the podcast. (laughs) All right, outro take two. Outro take dose. Uh, so thanks everyone for kind of hanging out in chat. I, w- I want to take a moment to just kind of highlight some events that happened here live at twitch.tv forward slash bad funky that we do live on uh, uh, Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we had Stealth Killer Ow. coming in with the subscription for the three months in a row. Thank you so yeah. much for that. We had Ocon coming in as well. 14 months. He's been doing this. He's been he's been supporting the cause. Appreciate you as well. We would be nothing without you guys. Johnny yeah. shirts. Fifteen months. Fifteen months on a fifteen month streak. Didn't yeah. miss any any months on there. Hot damn. He said, "Oh, he said, oh, baby, let's get this that, bread." That's amazing. <laughs> um. We also, I think that was, yeah, we also had just people kind of chiming in, joining in the chat, which we always love and always appreciate. Uh, we had Soul Ghetto Guy Adam, what's going on, man? Uh, we also, of course, we had Ocon with the bits as well, kind of, hey. yeah, we got that kind of going Thanks on. It's that. been a little, little more dough for us, just a little bit, help us mm-hmm. make the stream a little more, a little more perfect, a little less, uh, what's the word you use, Serge? Scuffed. Scuffed, if you will. Scuffed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we love realistic battle damage. <laughs> <laughs> you also had a uh, uh, think link Thank come you. in here saying that he saw us uh over at uh over at pax yo yo should have said next up, time dude? come run over him and pinch dave's butt yeah yes yeah, so we, yeah. we got a pin we had pins we love being out. recognized in public yeah hey but blockhead studios hey. what's up dudes hey. love Lock those in. guys man yeah we we were at, we were at pax like uh we, we missed you guys completely absolutely missed you guys completely 
Oh man, I know we 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 should we oh, should have we should have met yeah. up. But love you guys. Absolutely yeah. love you guys, dude, and everything you guys do. And with all that being said, remember, you if you came in a little late, you're just like, oh no, I missed the show. What happened? Greg did his outro bit twice. I definitely Two missed whole this. times. You you can you can always find us after the fact on Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram, right here, twitch.tv forward slash bad funky for those reruns, those repeats. Yeah. Uh, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio. Spotify, and more. Pretty much wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Uh, everyone, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We really, really appreciate it. Um, until next time, we'll see you then, or we'll see you another time. We love you, Pax East. Good night! <laughs>